Welcome to I Shouldn't Have Had Kids, a parenting comedy podcast hosted by two working moms of three kids who are somehow surviving life with boys. Not that we make it hard. We are delightful. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Share your thoughts about the show. The parental sanity you save may be your own, or possibly my mother's. It just saves you time and mental space. Hashtag adulting. Well, and you, I love the hashtag. Let's use it. I'm going to use it. Let's trend it. All night long. We're only four years late. <laughs> Let's trend it. You and me, a couple of old broads. Hashtag adulting. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to I Shouldn't Have Had Kids, a comedy parenting podcast hosted by us. <laughs> that's my wife, Ellen. <laughs> that's my wife, Bonnie. And we're just winging it. We're winging we're the We're winging it tonight. Yeah, because, you know, that's what America's doing, just winging it. We are winging, oh my God, <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> so you can't even what? It's the day after the election. Yes, and we're, we brought- don't have a clear winner. No. It's 2.53 to 2.14, I think. Right yes, I think moment. you're absolutely right. But the, here's the reality of the situation. Biden has the electoral votes. So that's really cool. We know that that is coming because what's left to count mm-hmm. are all urban areas and they are trending oh, somewhere between 70 and 80 percent Biden. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking Pennsylvania. That one, that's a little tight. Georgia may go to the um, crazy might town. go to Biden. Yeah. Arizona is undoubtedly going to well, Biden. You need to just like careful well, on the superstitious talk because you don't it, trust it. Not fucking at all. And Nevada, right who knows? now, Biden's in the lead in Nevada. Right now, <laughs> Biden's in the lead in Arizona. And that's all he needs. Yes. One or the other. Yes. Well, if they would just like finish the count in Nevada, we would actually be able to go to sleep tonight. But no. Mm-mm. By the time you're listening to this, you're probably yeah, well, chuckling because it's all yeah. said and done. You're like, that's uh, so well, funny because he had Bill Barr come in and uh-huh. had the, he had a love child with Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> and that love child declared Trump the winner. <laughs> Dada. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you I don't have the votes. Uh-huh. Little um, Hamilton. Do you, yeah. Do you know what Nevada's state animal is? Um, yes. You do not. <laughs> It's the Roadrunner. No. It's not? No, it's the Desert Bighorn Sheep. Can I just tell you a little something about these sheep? (laughs) Yes. With their unique padded hooves, Ellen, Mm -hmm. bighorns are able to climb the steep, rocky terrain of desert mountains with speed and agility. So I'm thinking they need to bring some of those guys in to help count the ballots in Nevada because we need some speed and agility. This is this is Nevada, you're saying? I am. Okay. Also, desert bighorn sheep also have keen eyesight to detect predators such as mountain lions, coyotes, bobcats, and proud boys. <laughs> and that is Nevada state animal. What? New Mexico's state bird is a roadrunner. Okay. I knew that there was a roadrunner down there somewhere in the southwest. Meep, meep. <laughs> well, I wonder if you could scream louder into oh, sorry. the microphone. I'll back off. <laughs> so like we said, this is a comedy parenting podcast. Did we say that? Oh, right, right. If you're just joining us, you're probably wondering what in the hell you've gotten yourself into. And the fact is, is that we're a same-sex couple raising three boys... Who, two of whom are now adulting. Yeah, we and kind of we say that loosely. Too. Maybe that's not even fair anymore to say that we're raising. Yeah. I well, mean, they you still you, are helpless 
fools. <laughs> oh, you were going to say fucks, weren't you? No, I was going to say something even worse. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> um, okay, so the boys. We share their stories of, you know, their foibles. And we share our stories of being just ridiculous parents. Sometimes we hit it and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we're <laughs> sometimes just... Sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> and most of the sometimes times you, you do. don't. <laughs> We've given them um, pseudonyms. They are Tigger, Lola, and Shy Guy. Tigger is 22. Lola is uh, 19, but getting damn close to 20. Mm -hmm. And Shy Guy is like 16 and a half. And they've given us their permission to share these stories. Mm -hmm. Sure. Many of which we'll share tonight because we are talking about the thing that none of them have yet been able to really accomplish in the fullest sense of the word. <laughs> and that is adulting. But have you? <laughs> no, because I was going through the list. And I'm like, damn, I don't do that. I don't do that either. Oh, Ellen does that for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, look at you all smug mm -hmm. over there. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. That's I right. adult for both of us. Well, we're I'm two adults. <laughs> we're broadcasting from the Bombcast studio in our mid-century modern house. If you're joining us for the first time, we've got a little podcast studio down here. I like here. your pretentious, I mean, you? your podcast voice. Thank you. Um, and we uh, we decided when the second child had gone off to college that now was a good time to finally put a podcast into play. Now is a good time to put what we want first. Yes, what do we want? What do you want, Bon? I want a podcast with you, Ellen. Okay, that sounds great. Let's do that. Well, guess what? Not so fast, bitches. Because <laughs> Auntie Rona had another idea. <laughs> woo woo. She's wearing a red dress and a little white bonnet, right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, what a mm, bitch. <laughs> you seem happy. We should do something about that. <laughs> you look content, like you're enjoying this phase of your life. So we're bringing the vid. How about... No. <laughs> so we've continued podcasting, although one of them has moved back home, and that would be Lola. Tigger continues his semi-adultish life mm -hmm. in Oregon, and Shy Guy is just starting to reckon with the fact that we do indeed expect him to make his own meals. Yeah. <laughs> He's a junior in high school. What the hell? He can handle it. Well, I know he can it's handle it. Montessori training. Make your own damn food. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. I don't mind making dinner, but come on. I do. Uh, what's for breakfast? I mind the same thing all the for meals. breakfast every day of the week. Which you, is what? It doesn't matter. Take your pick. <laughs> there's some cereal. There's yeah. some hash browns. There's some sausage if you want to cook it up. There are eggs. There are, you know, there's toast. Oh, old school. Toast? Toast. Hey, let's get to the shit list, mm. actually. Yes, yes, Because yes. you're about to take... You get one item. No, I have three. Nope. Mm. One, 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 one. <laughs> you can't take mine. And I know you're. I know you want to. You're giving me the. Look. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the most important of them then. Okay. By the time anybody is hearing this podcast, it will have been your birthday because it's coming up this Saturday. I can't wait. <sighs> Happy birthday! Thanks. And it looks like this year, unlike four years ago, don't say it. <laughs> Oh, come I swear on. To God. I haven't changed my underwear since yeah. 2016. I know. At any rate, you know, I was thinking before we came down here tonight, there was this time when Ellen and I, we went into this little hat shop and she was just like this really funny woman that I worked with. And I really liked getting to know her. And we both had kids. We were both going through a divorce. You know, I mean, it was there was there were some things to you know bond over as mm -hmm. we were going through our work day and anyway we were on a video shoot and 
we went into this little hat shop and I was standing there and Ellen walks up. I turn around and here she's standing there holding a hat. And she says, I think this one is good. And she put it on the top of my head and kind of adjusted it on me. <laughs> and then she looked at me and I looked down at her to smile. And instead I went, oh, <laughs> well, she's beautiful. Oh, Aww. I really like her. And so a very happy birthday to the woman who... Made me fall in love with you in a hat shop. Oh, that's so nice. I'm the luckiest person around. I have a really great wife. It's been a hard and a good week, I think. Don't yeah, you? it's been a hard and good week. And it's Wednesday. <laughs> we don't have a lot of energy right now. I have a post-it note here that says energy. Right here, post-it note. Because I'm so fundamentally tired. I know. Honestly, I feel the election like took it's it been out of us four years oh, in one waiting week. for this. Yeah. And then to not have an answer last night. Yeah, that was a killer. Was a bummer. We actually got on a Zoom call with Siri, a friend of ours down in California. I, I said hi when I saw her face and she said, OK, talk me off the ledge. <laughs> like, you need to be. Yeah, she was really. She was really bumming Debbie hard. Downer. Everybody was having a cow. I was too until James Carville came on. And then I was. I like, just like saying oh. the word Maricopa. I love Maricopa. Maricopa County. And I love at the decision desk the guy at the Karnacki. Steve Karnacki, Ken yeah. Karnacki, the, the guy. The Karnacki Cam. The guy at the big. On MSNBC. Touch, oh my God. He's so funny. He breaks it down. I was doing math early this morning trying to figure out yes, the path worked. to 270. I was like, okay. And I'm thinking of him and his board and mm. he's just. But last night it got so loud and almost cacophonous. Is that the right word? Like after a while, I was like, we have to turn this off. Yeah, I know. It. I can't just too keep. Much. They're just repeating themselves. And he's just showing us the same numbers. Yeah, but it, it was really interesting. It's really interesting to watch those guys break down the numbers. And I about had a cow because I was phone banking this week. And the last human to human contact call I had, because when you phone bank to try to get the vote out, you get a lot of voicemail. You get a lot of um, people picking up and you say, hi, is this Laura? And they don't say anything. They just sit there, which I've, I've done. I think all they're waiting for the things. AI to go. It's time to renew your car insurance. <laughs> I know. I do. I do say, hey, this is a live human being just to let you know. <laughs> anyway, my last call was in Maricopa county shut up no <gasps> and so sh this gal she was hispanic and she said you know i understand i understand the issues that are at play here but that, that i don't have any reason to vote because nothing's going to help me i'm too poor to be helped by the democrats and i'm no i'm too rich to be helped by the democrats i make too much money to be helped by the dems and i'm too poor to be helped by the republicans mm -hmm. so there's no reason for me to vote and oh I, man so i just started asking her questions you know you know tell me about this and tell me about that and um, sharing stories about our family mm -hmm. and i said look you know the thing is is that you're not just voting for yourself and i think you're wrong if if you are um, believing that nobody can help you because they can i mean the democrats will go out there and they'll protect the social services that are there for people like you but i can guarantee you that people will keep dying in the pandemic and the rich will keep getting richer if you allow donald trump to and i and finally it was just like we were friends and i said look I'm begging you, go get that ballot. Please go down. Be a part of the solution. Lead us to victory. You can do this. And she's like, oh, I'll think about it. <laughs> and I said, I don't want you to think about it. I, I want, want you to, to do, just it. do it. And she said, well, I've talked to other people. This is, okay, I'm going to get the ballot. I'll think about it. And I said, get the ballot, get a pen in your hand, and just look at it. And then just take it down there, okay? Just take it down to the polling station because they have to take it with mm -hmm. them. 
Oh my god, it was so stressful. Maricopa County, though, that feels like a good omen. I think it. I think if they win because of because of Arizona, that that phone call to that gal in Maricopa <laughs> County yeah. is going to be responsible. This unprecedented for it. <laughs> moment in history. There was one ballot cast at the last second in Maricopa County yeah. by this woman, and she's like, "Well, I got this call." <laughs> she really believes that there was no there was no, no reason yeah. no power in her vote, and so I think if I only convinced her that that wasn't true Mm -hmm. maybe that was enough well i think that there is something to be said for feeling that way at the presidential level that's because because of the the electoral electoral college college, but the down ballot elections it literally comes down to a handful of votes your vote absolutely counts there's no electoral college involved it's just one vote per person yeah and you know i mean the margins that trump won by four years ago were so thin, razor thin in um, states like Wisconsin and Michigan that, you know, what they call the blue wall. Yeah, the blue wall. Yeah. And um, everybody expected Hillary would just handily take those. And so she didn't spend any time there, of course. And um, really, votes counted Mm -hmm. in a dramatic way there. And they did again this year in Arizona, as we can see in Georgia. It's going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. We probably shouldn't talk about the election anymore because it'll be such old news by the time. You've got some editing to do, my friend. (laughs) No, I love it too much. All right. My shit list item is the fact that my darling cousin, Stacy Stoney, (laughs) sent us a box of wine to celebrate our birthdays. Absolutely. Out of nowhere, it arrived today. UPS is like waving me to come out. I'm like, just leave it. He's like, no, come out, come out. And I come out and he's like, I just had to like say I had eyes on you that, you know, this is an over 21 (laughs) thing. I go, you don't need me to sign it. And he's like, no, I I believe you're over 21. I'm like, get the hell off my property. (laughs) But anyway... Uh, two delightful bottles of wine from her. Stacy, that was the nicest thing. It really was. Thing. I can't believe I've never met her. Oh, you will. Now I will. Yeah, if we ever get this pandemic under control, and hopefully we will now. Well, let's get that RV and just road trip. Down to Oli? Well, we got to go a little further south. We'll go all the way down and visit Tigger, and we'll stop and say hi to my... Well, I don't actually know where the hell she lives anymore. Stacy, where do you live? <laughs> that was a really nice gesture, Stacy. especially since we haven't met. She sent two bottles of wine yeah. and said happy birthday to both of us. So here's to you, Stace. Yeah, our birthdays are basically a month apart. So yeah. Yeah. brilliant move on your part, Stacy. It was. <laughs> hey. Thank, thank you. I could sing you the birthday song. The Southwick birthday song. What's the Southwick birthday song? We hear that it's oh. your day today, and so we all would like to say... Have a happy, happy birthday, our very best to you. Happy, happy birthday, may every wish come true. May your life be long and filled with song. Each day brings something good along. A happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Isn't there a a whale part at the end? No, that's Leslie and PJ's birthday song. I don't even know all those words. I just know the end when you go... There she blows. (laughs) Okay, we are just being ridiculous now. Hey, let's get into it. Okay. (laughs) Why did I lean back? What just happened? (laughs) I just.
just lean back like I was going to. What we do when we make we, a mistake we is slate. <laughs> yeah, we slate. So we clap our hands so that when I'm editing, I know where the mistakes are. And so I just lean back for the heck of it to see if um, the lemmings really do fall off the cliff. I, did, I lean up. That they do, do it again. <laughs> Whoa. I absolutely <laughs> threw myself backwards. Oh, that was funny. So we're talking about adulting tonight, which is something we're not doing well right now. No. This is the most low energy episode <laughs> That we've ever had. I really am. I, f- I feel like I'm episode seeing... <gasps> what? 50. 50. Oh, my God. It's episode 50. It's our golden episode. We need to wake up and get with the program. <laughs> well, I'm so awake. It doesn't matter that we don't know the outcome of the election. We have a job to do. Oh, we and do. That is, is this a job? To be grown-ups right now. Okay, we're going to... We be... have to do adult things. That's hilarious. We have never been grown-ups on this show, ever, as long as... <laughs> I've never been a grown-up a day in my fucking life. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here's what adulting is. I don't know if you know this or not, but in 2016, the number one graduation gift in our circles, besides, of course, a check for you know $25 or $50, mm-hmm. or depending on the person, was the book Adulting, How to Become a Grown-Up in 535 Easy-ish Steps by Kelly Williams Brown. Well, Kelly made a boatload on this book. That actually um, became, the word adulting became part of the mainstream lexicon that year, and it refers to doing the mundane but necessary tasks of being a responsible adult, like the bills, the laundry, chores. And once I got over the whole um, gerund thing, you know, where you take a noun and you put ing on the end of it and suddenly it becomes a verb, I'm adulting. Ugh, kind of makes me crazy. I decided I kind of like the word okay. adulting. Um, I think it's fine. Did you read the reviews on that book? So no. two, two questions. What? One, did you read the reviews? No. And two. I bought it for a lot of people, but I never read well, the reviews. Well, you bought it for Tigger and I don't think he ever read it, but he told you that he did. No, he did. We've been texting this week. All right. Just making sure it's not like my the what is happening to my body book for boys where they're like, <laughs> yeah, I totally read it. And then like didn't even crease the the spine. No, never. Never opened it. Never cracked it. OK, so the reviews on that book are really interesting. Why? Um, it's like a love hate. It's either five stars or one star. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was looking through. Trying to get my bearings on that book. Why did, I, it, why did it offend those those poor little millennials? What's wrong with it? Their I don't think that they like the writing style of oh. the author okay. and felt like it was billed as like, hey, this is kind of a comedy coming of age book, but with some real useful stuff. Yeah. And the criticisms were, were like, these are the most no brainer, dumbass, if you don't know how to do these, you're doomed tasks. Yeah. And so I. You know, it was just interesting because, of course, that's kind of the whole point of some of this stuff is that people don't necessarily know how to do these that's tasks. That's right. It depends. And it just depends on how they grew up. And so when they finally learn them, they're like, shit, adulting. <laughs> but there was also that led me down the rabbit hole of a couple of reviews from some gals. And this was 16 and 17, respectively. And they are just furious about the word, saying that it's sexist and that it is um, condescending and that it. Uh, conjures up a culture of almost like helplessness. Like, I make dinner for myself. Hashtag adulting. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Who else is going to make dinner for you, Don't Do you want a trophy? Yeah. (laughs) You know? And I'm thinking, this is an outcome of that generation where everyone got a ribbon for breathing. Yes, it's true. You know what my generation got a ribbon for? Fucking first place. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that is it. <laughs> well, it's it's really funny. It is getting a brownie point for every time you do something that's just basically taking care of yourself. But the point remains yeah. that some people come of age, whether that's you know 16, 17, 18, 33, um, they come of age and learn, <laughs> 44. And learn what? How, how to take care of themselves. And it, that is just you know becoming an adult, and somebody thought it was clever to turn it into adulting. Well, I, for one... I'm just going to say, yeah, I love the phrase and I think it's wonderful when people come of age and they like do like making dinner. Yeah. It's fucking hard. It is. One of my favorite things to like, do is yes, to watch. Hashtag adulting. <laughs> Good for you for not just having mini carrots and hummus and making a meal. Watching Lola and his girlfriend <laughs> try oh to make a God. meal together is a priceless. Lola and his girlfriend are a really good example of of when adulting isn't there yet and clashes with the desire yeah because they like want to make a meal but neither one reads the ingredients or doesn't read the instructions all the way so they show up they're like we have to go to the store and they go to the store and they come back and they've spent (laughs) however much money on everything they need to make it and like we had half the ingredients (laughs) okay well whatever (laughs) bygones and then they're like marinate for three hours it's like did you not (laughs) read this like, oh my god! And then they get takeout. <laughs> it's so funny. Which I mean, and that is that is that not? They have learned so much. During, oh, for sure. But during even, COVID, even yeah. that experience is adulting. Yes, it is because you're trying. Because you're trying to figure it out, yep. and then you're like, oh my god! And it's really pretty funny because we finally decided since we are, you know, we're doing this weird thing where we are caring for and and continuing to raise Lola but really he's 19 and he should be at college so that's where he'd be adulting all the time to, kind of you know taking care of it's himself It's like pseudo adulting cuz you yes. do you do have some guardrails which are nice So we have decided that when they want to have dinner together mostly we're like oh what are you going to do Instead of because normally what I would do is cook everything and and make it really pretty and put way too much food on the table and I'm just... shaking my head, home audience. <sighs> I appreciate how much effort you 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 obviously don't. No, you I complain do. about it on this show all the I, time. Do I? Well, all is a fighting word. So but I guess just not because all the time. yes, somebody has a friend over doesn't mean you need to lay out a dinner party caliber spread. And it's like you cannot help yourself i can't i'm like what are you doing why do i do that a wednesday night it's an addiction like you we don't need serving forks like little we don't need appies i need a prescription (laughs) for this i just don't know how to stop myself you need a prescription yeah you need some downers (laughs) a barbiturate you need some oh (laughs) what oh that reminds me we just for the first time watched the movie judy oh my god starring renee zellweger Zellwinger? Zellweger. Zellweger. I'm just stumbling on her name. Such a good movie. It's one of the best Such performances. Such a tragic story. I have ever seen handed in. Holy smokes. It's gorgeous. And so sad. Don't watch it right now, okay? Yeah, don't watch it right now. But the barbiturates. You know, <laughs> Judy and the Barbs. It's just... <laughs> Sounds like a, a singing group. Yeah. Mm, it reminds me of that. But All anyway... Right. Let's get into it. How about organizing your life? Dude, we're in it. Yes. This is one of the things you've got to do. If you're going to become an adult, you've got to organize your life. And I swear to God, you guys, we have tried to get three boys to be organized organized for what 18 mm-hmm. years and there's just give me a brick wall go mm-hmm. ahead just give it to me and let me bloody myself because it doesn't <laughs> fucking work they yeah. are not organized people and i don't know if it's our boys it depends on what it is you want them to be organized 
on because there's oh, no one true. more organized when it comes to being a Dungeons and Dragons master than, than Lola, Lola mm-hmm. last name withheld. <laughs> you true. should see him get ready. He looks like an architect. He's got his map rolled up under his arm, a messenger bag, and this plastic container that I I got each boy this like file box so that they could have a place to store homework, to organize, to organize, all organize their, their stuff because yeah. we had a home we wanted them to do homework at the living at the dining room table, <laughs> but it needed to be able to clean it up because that's the space we used. Yes. So I bought them these boxes. Now I, I know in my head they were like fifty six year old businessmen and would have used these. <laughs> Lola's using it for his D and D stuff and I couldn't be happier. That he's doing that. Yes, it's the only exactly thing they ever the... got used for. Well, uh, what's the little one's name? Shy Guy never used his. No. no. And neither did Tigger. No, those two are peas in a pod. They are. They're just recycled, crumpled paper. They're just a mess. All over the place. Yard sales, both of them. But yard sales seems to know where his stuff is, so I, I don't quite... Well, and I will say that... Uh, understand that. Yeah, Tigger does too. He can tell me, go and move the one pile over Walk to into the my left. Room and, yes, that's right. And turn to the left uh-huh. and take a step forward, then turn to the right, <laughs> kneel down, cock your head. And look under third the... Third <laughs> book from the far left. So weird. That's the one. All right, so organizing your life. Organizing your life. When you become, when you start adulting, you've got to get a calendar app and that's just all there is to it. And trying to get the boys to use a calendar app has been, I mean, Tigger's never going to do it. No. Nope. Well, he might be using, I'm contradicting you a lot tonight. This is called a discussion. <laughs> I think he uses a Google calendar, but he okay. never synced it and with I, ours. You know, never's a fighting word. So yep. I'll say it again. He never used the family calendar thing that we set up. Yep. The other boys have used that. Which is really nice. It's crucial. Yeah, because we need to know what's going on. Because how can we, like, be that support team So if, when we don't know? If the boys or the girls that you've we've all got in our lives, if they start using a calendar, then they can become responsible for their own appointments and for remembering things. And suddenly you don't have to nag about that piece, but you can be aware if you've got a connected calendar, right, mm-hmm. as they do that. Um, the other cool thing about calendars is that you can actually put your mother's birthday on there, which happens on the same day every year. Stop. Every year. Are you kidding? What? I should put... That's a thing I can put birthdays on <laughs> calendars and then like set up alerts yes as far out as needed so that a card might actually make it on time to the recipient on time it, you can do it you can absolutely do it how shocked are you you mean postmarking the birthday card on the day of it's not like a ballot that's right <laughs> That's right. Because guess what? If I don't get birthday cards on time, I'm not going to count them. (laughs) Um, It's not a fucking election. It's your mother's birthday. (laughs) You have to have lists, right? I love lists. Everybody loves lists. Okay, here's what... (laughs) What? Everybody loves lists. Well, it's the only way to get things done. But we had this very funny conversation with one of our children, who shall remain nameless, um, at one point, who said that they just, they think they're pretty certain that they have ADHD because they 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 just forget things so quickly. Which is a part of coming of age. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's something that can help with this. <laughs> it's called lists. I have notebooks, <laughs> spiral-bound, small, five-by-nine notebooks mm-hmm. that I use for everything. Work life, everything. Everything just goes in there. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to the office recently to do a photo shoot, mm-hmm. I was looking at my my bookcase in like my little office area where my desk is, and I was seeing if there was anything that I needed. Because I have found there are some things I need, and I, I was grabbing them here and there. 
And I saw I had, there were five of them, five of my oh, spiral notebooks. How exciting. So I took them into our photo studio where I was actually doing a shoot and I spread them out. I took a professional shot <laughs> of my notebooks. Nothing weird about To show that. the child who shouldn't be named. Because when I mentioned, you know, I live and die by a spiral notebook. It's something you might want to do. And he's like, no, I could never. I'm like, well, I, <laughs> I think you could. I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it. It's a very, very useful tool. You never have to try to remember, and this falls into the organizing your life, lists and all this, calendars, right? If you don't have to remember where was that posted or what piece of paper, it's just always the same. That's right. The same consistency the is same the same notebook. Yep. Like, it just saves you time and mental space. Hashtag adulting. Well, and you, I love the hashtag. Let's use it. I'm going to use it. Let's trend it. All night long. We're only four years late. <laughs> Let's trend it. You and me, a couple of old broads. <laughs> hashtag adulting. <laughs> okay. Within organizing your life, you mm -hmm. actually have to organize your environment because everything needs to have a home. The okay. socks always go here. The keys always go there. Okay. The T-shirts always get folded up like this and put in the drawer like this <laughs> so you can see them. You have to Marie Kondo that shit out of your <laughs> bedroom, out of your apartment, out of whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I say this with much love and um, the, the absolute realization that this is not me. I was kind of wondering. Maybe maybe that's why I got a little lost. because. You know, Shut up. You're not describing yourself. No, And I'm in not. fact, what you're describing feels really regimented and harsh. And yet it's how I live. <laughs> I was describing so you. So I'm wondering <laughs> if I'm regimented and harsh. Hey, when you, I know where everything You had five. Goes and lives. Five teen, teenagers, four teenage girls, and one teenage boy in the garage around the D&D &D table. And they looked over at your brand new Costco shelving and said, Oh, my God, that's beautiful. And Ellen almost busted a button off of her shirt. She was so proud. Okay, so <clears throat> when Bonnie says Costco shelving, what she means is an area in the garage with shelves that are dedicated to our Costco purchases. And we had just the shittiest little setup for that. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't like, and I wanted to switch it out. And she was like, no, don't spend the money, don't spend the money. And it made sense. But finally, I was like, you know what? Numbers are going up. We're not going back to work. We're going to be here. We need to continue the practice of going to Costco once every like six weeks and mm -hmm. buying shit and then buying just everything. being really mindful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to redo the Costco shelf area because it's inefficient. Okay. This is like, I'm adulting with in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> She's yelling at you adulting. So I redid the Costco area. And it looks really good. And so this one girl who was Celia sitting there and she literally she goes, oh, don't let my dad see that. He'll just want to redo our whole garage. And I was like, <laughs> yes, it was like the ultimate compliment. I think it was a good, I, I think it was a good lesson for Lola, rest too. of the day. I don't think he was out there. Mama. Speaking of which, I'm moving on to the next. I mean, I'd love to talk about your Costco shelves some more, but I think I'm going to Well, gonna thanks move for on. letting me talk about it at I, all. I knew you were going to be really it excited about It is my birthday that. week. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, something basic, washing clothes. 
Oh, good life skill. We good talked about skill. that on the chores episode. Start them young, everybody. But the one thing I want to say about washing clothes is that there are some techniques that are better than others. Mm-hmm. And I think that you learn some of those smarter techniques as you get older. And this week was an opportunity for Lola to learn one of the um, smarter techniques, which is when you get your six boxes of clothes finally from USC in California, <laughs> and you can now like unpack them and you know you have to wash them all, then you do one trip. And you go to the laundromat and you get it all done at once because you're six foot eight and two pairs of pants and a shirt are a load. So he goes to the laundromat, but he also has to work that day. And so he goes down there, he puts his clothes in, he stuffs too many clothes into the wash machine. Once he goes to take them out, they could not rinse well because he stuffed the wash machine too full. I see, that's the thing. Unless he put too much soap in. uh, Yeah, yeah. and I think you just always got to do an extra rinse on those giant ones because you can put so many, you can put a human body in there. Uh, So this is what he's learning, right? Yeah, so they come out soapy. They come out soapy. He He calls me. He has to rinse them again because Ellen's like, no, you got to rinse it again. You can't, you can't. You don't want to put soapy clothes in the dryer or bring them home. And so by the time he's leaving the laundromat, it's time to go to his job, which is working in a woman's yard outside. And he calls and he wants us to come pick up his clothes, his wet clothes, which means also hanging them up. Um, Fuck that. (laughs) We were like, "Uh, I don't think so. We're at our big girl jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And so he knows, he knows enough that if they sit in a car with the windows up all day long, they're going to get musty. And I said, roll down your windows. And if you want to, you can call your brother and ask him if he'll come and get those. But I'm not going to because this is time management and it's all on you. And he was so mad at me. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was. I forgot to tell you that. I will tell you he won't do that again. And then he let it be known. That it was not a time management issue. It was, mom, it was not a time management. How could I have mismanaged my time if I had no idea how long that would take? Because I've never done that before. Which, he's been to the laundromat before. Not only that, but ask a question, fool. Right? Yeah, just ask. How long do you think this will take? Well, Well, in the 30 minutes that he spent in line to get into Trader Joe's right. or hot for chocolate milk and fucking <laughs> strobe waffles and then went to the I mean, I'm just saying. All right, all right. How about us? Uh, speak- but that's adulting. Hey, that is adulting. Figuring it out. There's yes. only one way. And here, again, we've said this a million times on this show, let them fail. Mm-hmm. Let them fail with the smaller stuff so they don't fail with the let bigger fail. stuff. Let them fail. Hit the deer. <laughs> what else? I don't know. We've got really good advice. On, oh, we forgot to tell. If you're new to the show, forgot to tell you. Don't mm. take our advice. Oh, <laughs> we're not experts at anything. No. However, every once in a while, we have learned a lesson so well that we'll say, okay, this is a place where you take our advice. And you should. Yeah. Our hindsight is like perfect. <laughs> 2020. It's 2020. It really point. is. Hey, that should be like, a... for example, we never should have gotten a dog because she's begging at you to be let she's out. She's whining in her high pitched ultrasonic, like the moles can hear her. You have to use your big girl voice. Watch this now. Okay. Ruby, lay down. <laughs> wow. Thank you very much, that ladies worked. and gentlemen. That was just like a, I just fucking mic dropped that puppy. <laughs> just fucking mic dropped that bitch. All right. <clears throat> Taking care of your car. Oh, such a good one. Here's one of my favorite memories from this year. Is it the oil change? The oil? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, we have to post a picture of this because yeah. yep, yep, yep. Tigger came up um, to visit and he did not know 
that he had to check his oil before a big long trip. And so mm-hmm. he got here and we could smell his car. So Ellen went out <laughs> and checked the oil. And indeed, it was like there was nothing on the stick. There was no reed on the stick. So we're like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe we should have told you this. This is something you have to do. And he was like, oh my God. And he takes this kind of stuff seriously once he learns. Pause. What? Time out. Yes. He, we told him. It was on the list from Paul of the TLC needed to keep oh. the Mercury Sable humming. Well, son of a bitch. And he was like, I shouldn't have had kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I missed this part. Of <coughs> I missed this part of the story. So I was just like filling in the blanks. No, I think I think he just forgot, frankly. I mean, how would you you're not going to remember stuff that's not. You know what I mean? Like, you know how I learned that lesson? Well, just like this, this the hard way, right? Well, no, my hard way was the red light coming on on the side of the, uh, or as I'm driving down the freeway and um, not paying attention to it and blowing an engine. Mm. That's how I learned. So this is why whenever we have a check engine light of any sort, you absolutely have a goddamn fucking jammer. That's right. Like Pull any the goddamn car. No, over. I'm gonna keep driving until there's smoke. <laughs> I mean, I got a cell phone. This is 2020. Like. <laughs> Bring it, engine. Okay. So the back to the story oh, at hand, right? Okay. All right. So he arrives. His car smells like hot oil. We check it. There's no oil in there or there's not enough oil in there. But it's it's good for people that first time to pull that stick out and go, I don't see anything. Yeah, that, and then they think it's actually completely empty. Well, that dipstick was pretty dry. It was pretty dry. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> we tell him what needs to happen and give him the, the oil. Did he have to go buy the oil or did we have I it? I bought it while he was at the wedding. Oh, you're so nice. I'm really a good stepmom. Yeah, you are. Anyway, so I'm in the office and I look outside and this is the next day before he's going to be taking off. He's getting ready to go. Mm -hmm. And there he is standing out there and he is got the hood up. He's standing next to Shy Guy. So here's the 22-year-old and the 15-year-old at this point. I think he was 15 or maybe 16. No, he was 16. Was he 16? Mm -hmm. And they've got the dipstick. This is just September. They've got the dipstick out and... um, Tigger is holding it in his hands like you do. So you put your pointer finger on one end and you hold the other end like you would, a I don't know, a squirt gun or something. Mm-hmm. And he's leaning over and he's showing it to Shy Guy. And Shy Guy is like leaning into him. And it's the two with their heads together checking out the dipstick. <laughs> and it is so cute. We were like, oh. We were like, look, three dipsticks. <laughs> But it was really cool because... Yeah, we'll post a picture. It was super sweet. It was very sweet. He was taking, passing on the knowledge that he, he had learned five seconds ago <laughs> onto his little brother. Like, look, man. You got to be sure Let and do Let me tell you something you real trip. quick. <laughs> um, getting insurance. Yeah. He, he yep. did that this year. Which was a, actually kind of a tough love decision on our part. Yep. Because he it wasn't like mandatory, but it felt like he was being given a car... Right. And what was going to up the ante on understanding the 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 value, the privilege, the the magnitude of having four wheels. Yeah. Like one way that we could impart that on him was you need to insure it. Right. So that there was like a because you got to do this with your firstborn. Well, he he, has... we coddle the hell out of firstborns. And if you don't start giving them life lessons like this, they are just, you know. They're just gonna fail out there. Yeah, because what is that? What is that word? I'm I'm not able to grasp right now. When you have a vested interest in it, 
Like if you if you buy your kid a laptop and they drop it on the ground, they're like, oh, oh you don't take any I ownership. Bro- of I broke it. my laptop. You're gonna have to get me a new one. Yeah, yeah. But when they buy their own stuff at that caliber, they baby it. Yeah, right. And that right. is when that learning occurs because yeah. all of a sudden that means something. Yep. And so insurance was a way to, and it wasn't a huge expense for him. Yep. And so it was and a, he has man- a full-time job, a manageable and- way to understand some responsibility. That's right. And I think it was a good. I'm. I stand by it. Oh, look at you throwing your shoulders back my, and your chest out and your chin hands out. Hands are on my hips. Because we <laughs> talked about that. You were like, well, we could, if we're cheaper, we should keep them on. And I, I thought, you know what? This is just such a perfect, low-risk way for him to invest in his, that mental space around right. being an adult. Well, this, yeah. I mean, this is this is our one who loses and breaks. And, I mean, he he's gone through a lot of things. Yeah. Over the course of the year. So this was a good lesson for him. Okay. Well, you know what? What? They all have. They, they break, break their stuff. stuff. They break our stuff. They break the world around them. <laughs> Ellen, we should not have had them. No! God damn it. We should have. When we met, we should have been like, orphanage. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Here's bye Bye-bye. Three. Bye-bye. <laughs> Can you try to keep them together? Oh, no. Okay. All well, right. Well, split them up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Tigger, let's talk about getting a job. Because this is a good adulting, right? This is a good adulting lesson. After Tigger's junior year in college, he informed us that he wasn't actually going to come back up. He was going to stay down where he was for the summer. And we said, that's fine. Totally. So the family agreement is that the kids, while they're in school, work during the summer. And there's a certain amount of money that they need to earn that goes towards this college education. No problem. He's always met that. And we said, you know what? That job should also be in a in a field that's going to serve you, yes. like, especially if you could get a paid internship or even if it's not like internship, but really serves you well. Like think beyond Starbucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, nothing will work with my all my choir group schedules and all the other obligations that I have this summer and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so I've applied at the sushi restaurant. <laughs> and I'm thinking and his mother is thinking, you think a sushi restaurant is going to accommodate Whatever your schedule is, Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, you know, you wash the dishes when you wash the dishes, man. (laughs) And so we we said, well, let's look at your resume. I think this was like um, spring break or I don't remember exactly when, but we're coming up on the deadline. Like this job needs to be found. So he comes home and we're like, let's take a look at your resume. And he he pulls it up on his computer. And I have never seen this is like Microsoft Word just barfed on the page. (laughs) I mean, sure, I could see his name there and I could kind of pick his phone number out of the lineup, but it was absolutely terrible. And he's like, well, I don't know what happened. The formatting is all off. I'm like, you don't know what happened. What happened is so simple. You just like didn't take care. I said, have you heard from the sushi restaurant? Well, no. Well, you'll never will. (laughs) They, They are never. I mean, if this. So here's the deal. Your resume is a little window into into how organized and together you are. That is why there are professional resume writing companies, for which my sister actually works at one. Yes. But the point is, it was an absolute hot mess. And he just kind of looked at us blankly like, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Yeah. But you like you literally couldn't even figure out what his previous work. I mean, it was just I can't. Well, and the, the thing that's so crazy making about that <clears throat> is that. I mean, it was a great lesson for him, natural consequences, right? Because yeah, he, he applied for the job. Call. They didn't even call him back. He got no callbacks. But he's in college where I know they oh, are Oh, there's a career this. center? God damn it. <laughs> what are we paying for? Well, evidently not the career center, Ellen. Yeah. Evidently not the career center. Um, and so that was that was nutty. And he finally got it together 
and got a good resume, and he got a job in his field where he's been for the last, what, year and a half or well, something? we pointed him to different job boards. We're like, it's good. So he said, okay, well, now that this is all spruced up, I'm going to, I think, Starbucks. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. The, 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 the service industry, the, the hospitality industry is not going to accommodate you. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. They don't have to. That's not their responsibility to, like, give you the hours you need. You will be, like... You will never work. This isn't, like, my best guess. This is literally the way it works, right? <laughs> I have... I wor- I have... Okay. <laughs> I've been there. I have done that. But he's just kind of, like... Sometimes with Tigger, he thinks that we're just, like commiserating or like, well, I heard through the grapevine that maybe Starbucks won't work with you on well, your schedule. Well, none of them think we know this what we're talking real. about. This is real. Yeah. And so we like pointed him in the right direction, which, you know, all good parents do. That's just what you do. Yeah. It's not like they can just like pick this stuff up. It's They've yeah. got to be taught. But that was his adulting moment with that. Like yep. <clears throat> he had to be really spruced up and, and guided. But then he found one. He applied. He got the job. He has been there for three years and has just kept moving up in the ranks and is a trainer now he trains the incoming i think he got employee of the month his first month oh my god that's ridiculous yeah and they're like (laughs) sure we'll work with you like that is what i'm talking about okay so last year during the here's an adulting moment for you last year during the holidays um right before the holidays good i'm like so, honey, you have to put in a request to get time off to come home for... If you want to for, come home. If you want to come home yeah. for Thanksgiving. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. No, I haven't done that yet. And so he finally gets his request in, and he gets the day before Thanksgiving. That's and, it. He got the he got Wednesday off. Yes. So he, he comes up on Wednesday, spends the whole day on a train, right? Even longer, oh maybe. Oh, my God. It was such a cluster. He was here for like eight hours. I know. And then he had to turn around. So this year, here's what happens when they fail. This year, I said, I'm just going to say this one time because I'm not going to go through last year again. If you want time off during the holidays, you should request now. Those who request early and are very specific, get the time. The rest of the fools who wait too long like you did last year don't get what they want. That's right. That's how it works. And so I was like, let me know when you know. And he called the next week or before the next week. He has like six days off at Thanksgiving. And he has an entire week off at Christmas. Six days off at Thanksgiving. Yeah, he's coming home on Wednesday, and he gets to stay until Sunday, right? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five days off. That's great. It is great. You know what we also did that last time? Because he waited so long to get his time off and got... (gasps) The train ticket. The train ticket. So he waited too long to buy his train tickets, and they were a premium price. And he's like, oh, so it was like 180 And we're like, can you afford, you know... Can you afford that? Can you afford it? And he's like, what? And we're like, well... Why do we have to right pay the price? Why do we have to pay the price for you not doing what we talked to you about in what late September, <laughs> early October? And he's like, "Well," and we were like, "No, I'm sorry, we cannot foot the bill for your inability, unwillingness, to, like, un- unwillingness, un- inability to like get take a, care of business. Take care of business. Yeah, this is adulting. That's just." The like the consequence. So that was and that a, felt good. That's a really good lesson for them to learn. You know, so let them learn lessons where they can. Mm-hmm. And I think you can start this way earlier than we did. That is a piece of advice you can take to the bank. I mean, so much of this is just normal, normal stuff. But it when is. you start think, think, 
when you start looking back on the stories and just the shenanigans of it. Oh, for God's sake. Where, he, and I, I know there's even worse stories of kids missing flights and whatnot, but when he calls and he's like, so I can be home for eight hours. It's like, what, what? the hell? <laughs> so, so because of that, and because we're so like committed to our family traditions, in that eight hours, we had like the parade, the the Thanksgiving meal, the get up the next morning and go get a Christmas tree, bring it in the house and at least get the lights on and then take him to the goddamn train station. I mean, we <laughs> packed in so much into that eight hours that we had him, you know, plus the, you know, the overnight, but there was like eight waking hours that we had him. And before we know it, we're like, he, we're home again and he's gone. And we were like, was he here? Like what happened? Oh my God. But it was a good lesson, obviously, because he didn't repeat it this year. And, oh, I don't even think he repeated it at, at Christmas. Christmas. I think he took, cause I think he realized, you know what, that is solvable. And I didn't need to go down this path before we leave getting a job yeah we do have to talk a little bit about lola's last attempt at getting a job which is really funny now he's been working for himself for the last five months and working really well for himself mm -hmm. um uh working people's yards and landscaping and really learned a lot this last weekend we were out in the yard i was out in the yard with him yep oh my god he knows I, so much he knows so like much instinctively now. however there was a job a really great job here in the Pacific Northwest, mm -hmm. this in the last couple mm -hmm. of months. Mm -hmm. And it was as a, um, I don't remember what the name of it was, but your job was to go out and to hunt murder hornets. Yeah, they were looking for the nest. They were looking. Or hive, hive, hive. And they have the since found, the, it's a nest. They have yeah. since found the nest and two of the queens. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, Did you see the video of those? God, the people in the no, space of the, of the vials. That are like as oh, long yeah. as my hand with those queen hornets in it. They are so freaky. They are huge. I kind of want to cook them up and serve them for dinner, man. Oh, my God. Um, That's so weird. That is so weird. <laughs> you want to cook up the <laughs> I know. What was that about? I don't know. I'm just tired. full of po poison. You're just like dead immediately. Ooh, they are full of poison. I didn't even think Their about that. Their sting will level you. All right. So anyway, we're like, you should apply for this, even though we know they're probably looking for somebody who's in school studying biology. Yeah. But let's face it, guys. He is six foot, eight inches tall. And if I could hire somebody with those legs, that stamina, and that height to go out there and hunt those murder hornets, he would be the guy. But Plus, now, this kid will be staring at a patch of nature and will see something that no one else can see. He, he will is pick the most out, observant person I've ever met. Yeah, he would have found them immediately. He would have. He would have been on the front page of the New York Times. Yeah, well, just <laughs> which all those hazmat folks were when they found him. That well, was here's the problem breaking with Breaking news. What happened with his job application, Bonnie? Um, he wouldn't <laughs> have fit into those suits, so he wouldn't have been there for the big reveal. But what's your point? My point is <laughs> that when he applied... <laughs> When he applied to become a murder hornet catcher, yeah. um, murder ho murder hornet hunter, yeah, murder hornet hunter, um, he did not mention his height. He did not really sell himself in any way whatsoever. And when we finally looked at his application, Ellen, why don't you describe for the gentle folk well, out there? He printed it out and he <laughs> filled it in by hand. He used pen, but it wasn't maybe the best handwriting I've ever seen. It was the worst handwriting I'd ever seen. And then he scanned it in. And attached it to an email with no cover letter, no content, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Oddly enough, he did not get called for the job. No, he didn't get called for anything. But it was a very good learning lesson. He has now gone through. A... I think that's a learning lesson for us. Oh. He didn't want the job. You don't think so? No. That was what we call a sabotage. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he didn't want it. You guys jumped all over me one night at dinner when I was like, you didn't write a cover letter? Remember? No. Oh, my God. I know. You it's two so hard. are my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I will say this. Can I just say this? Because I, I consider this a piece of adulting. In Lola's job on Mondays, he works for a woman who um, was diagnosed with ALS, I don't know how long ago, but she is nearing the end of her life, and her daughter is up with her, and kind of the kids rotate in to help this woman, and she can no longer um, come outside because the ALS has progressed so much, and, and Lola has... Um, an amazing heart. He really does. And all of a sudden, one day he was at home and he's like looking for recipes because he wants to bake a cake. And we're like, huh? (laughs) And it turns out that this woman was um, born, was it Honduras or Belize? It was British Honduras, which I think is... British Honduras, which is now Belize. Belize, I believe. Right. Correct us if we're wrong. um, And she had been raised there and her family was very... Her father was a diplomat or something like that? Yeah, and somehow <clears throat> yeah. related to the royal family. Something, yeah. And so there is a Belizean rum cake that is just, if you were raised in Belize, you know this taste, you know this cake. And he wanted to find a recipe for that cake. He found it, he made it, and he brought it to her. Mm-hmm. We don't know if she could still swallow, and she is still alive today, but um, uh, we don't know if she could still swallow. But that is the sort of... That is the sort of thing you really applaud when your kids do, because that is a a piece of adulting. It's not just about doing laundry. Well, and he's stuck with it, too. And I'm sure that there's some, um, you know, PTSD around losing his father. Potentially, I don't know. But the last time we asked how she was doing, he said she was just... I don't think she can lift her head up anymore. No, she and she's can't lying lift her in head. a bed, but they've put her by the window, and so anytime he passes the window, he can wave at her. And she lifts a finger. And she lifts. Oh my god! I know. Is that just? Oh the my sweetest? god! So well, and he's actually done. He declared himself done with work on October thirtieth, much to for our her. surprise. Yes. <laughs> Except, yeah, he put Lola's last day of work in our family calendar, and we were like, "What, what? the actual fuck is going on?" <laughs> I guess when you're self-employed, you get to lay down your own schedule. But he still works for her. That's the only one he kept. Just to, I think he wants to until see that she through. passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and is... I love the fact that she is still hiring him. Because why? Uh, yeah, isn't that there's something there? There's some there's story there. Something very special it's like there. Tuesdays with Maury. Did you ever read that book? No. Mm. Great book. I interviewed that author. And Maury he... Povich. No, God. I, I know. <laughs> Have you seen the memes that say that this election is like a Maury no, Povich show? The country is on the Maury Povich show just <laughs> waiting to find out if it's the father. <laughs> Something like that. That's just so slayed funny. me. It was so relatable. Um, okay, so cooking is kind of, you know, we don't have to get too much into Teach cooking. Teach your kids to cook as Good. quickly as possible. And we haven't, and we are paying the price, but they are slowly learning now because we've just refused. During COVID, we're like, no, no, you guys have to cook one day a week. We didn't do that this week. Well, and there's a difference between having them be your sous chefs and actually teaching them to cook. Y- yeah, there is. And so when we we're like, help with dinner and we need you to chop vegetables and stuff, that's like, that is actually kind of the adulting part of it because that's mundane and boring, but... If you want a salad, you have to fucking cut the carrots. That's right. I'm sorry. I know that job sucks. I hate it, too. That's why I just gave it to you. (laughs) So wise up. And when you're an adult, you can also hand it off to your kids. But you're good at teaching them the cooking, like... Techniques. Techniques and fundamentals. Yeah. And so when you're doing stuff and you're just literally dictating what you're doing out loud, Mm -hmm. that you're just... 
Is that the right word? Yeah. Well, I'm. And they're I'm, listening. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now we're going to scrape the bottom of this pan because we're going to use this, these brown bits to like enrich this. And you're like making stock over here and you've just cooked chickens here and you're doing this and you're doing that. And they're hanging on every word. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Especially Shy Guy. He loves cooking. No, he's real interested. Yeah. But I think, I and I think we might, we might have a second cook, have a baker. Oh, he does love to bake. He loves Lola loves yeah, to and bake. He, you know, he is a kid just like he he could literally be my biological son. He and I have a very special relationship with bread and cheese, <laughs> like gluten and cheese. And that can come in the form of bread, pasta, tortillas. It doesn't matter. Give us a hot piece of gluten and melt some cheddar on it and yeah. we're done. But he loves baking, I think. Yeah. He baked her a cake. Yep. He bakes this. He made this bread for his D and D group. Lambda bread from like he got uh, up Lord uh, of the Rings or Lord whatever. Of the Rings yes. nerd bread. He called it. He got up early. Yes, made himself breakfast, made bread, cleaned up, and then served us coffee. And he was, you know, he's six eight. That morning he was like seven one. I know. He was like strutting down the hallway like I've got bread in the oven. What you done so far? <laughs> And we're like, what the heck? And he like, was we high. slept in, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then when his guests arrived to play D and D, he served them tea and he brought out the bread. Oh my god, and I and love jam. that. It was so that, cute. Well, that is that is mod- like we've modeled that. It's right? true. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. They're paying and attention. They're paying attention. They like to entertain. They really do. Bless their hearts. Oh, bless their sweet little hearts, and not in the southern way. Yeah. No, in a you know way that we don't mean die (laughs) (laughs) um uh looking presentable guys iron your shirts i don't know about you if you've got girls maybe it's a different deal but looking presentable is really really a tough one for our boys anyway i know there are lots of boys out there like um caden they wouldn't think of going outside without being all put together but our Mm -hmm. boys like tigger doesn't have an ounce of color sense not one ounce it makes me crazy to watch him walk out of a car and you look at him and your eyes hurt it's like honey i'm sorry but you can't wear that together you need to go in no, and change uh, right now and we're, we're talking like like hawaiian shirt and plaid shorts and he's like what lola is you know he's six eight and and he will he um, does tone on tone and it's bad tone on it's tone just not right <laughs> and he just refuses to believe that he is six eight and that he really can't wear just regular old size large shirts and so he just likes to sport a little belly every once in a while yeah. we're like no you can't do that i don't want to see that <laughs> so i jump on amazon and buy the large talls whatever yep yep um and shy guy has one look it's a hoodie it's got either shorts or sweats with it and every once in a while he'll throw on a pair of jeans yeah and the only difference in his hoodie is the material. Not the color. So during the day, it's a technical fabric. <laughs> yes. And at night, he retires to cotton. All right. But here's the deal about looking presentable when you are adulting. You you have to live by the rule. You have you have one chance to make a first impression. Isn't that the phrase? Yeah. You have one chance to make a first impression. And you know what? Yep. We're not there yet with these guys. We're going to get there. We'll tell you about it. On the day it happens, it's going to be a, We're getting a close. bell tolling day. But just because you've put on a button-up shirt... It doesn't mean you're dressed up. And that was a huge hurdle for these boys because for some reason they thought a button-up meant dressed up. (laughs) So they would get a button-up that looked like it had been, like... Wadded up into a little ball. Yeah, have you ever seen those, like, um, little hard-as-rock 
pellets that like look like a hockey puck and yeah. as soon as you like open up the cellophane it expands into a washcloth yes you know what i'm talking about yes that's what their shirts were that's like. what their shirts look like and they're like but it's a button-up i'm like it doesn't matter we still have to iron you it. could have on like a kick-ass t-shirt and a sport coat and like real dark jeans and be way more dressed up than you are right now in your wrinkled button-up and your awful khakis there white boy yeah <laughs> You're not dressed up in any way, shape, or you're not put Get those together. Get off your body. That's right. So that's when we started talking about ironing, uh-huh. tucking in, and the importance of belts. Ironing, and such never, an important thing. Ever, ever, under any circumstance, button the top button of your button up, unless you are wearing a tie. Okay. She had to school me on this. I I didn't know. Yes, you buttoned them I up, know. and they look like they were on a prison release program. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Good God, Bonnie. When Ellen met me, she was like, "You cannot let your child go out like that." I'm yeah, like, what or are you? you? I'm like, about? take off the stonewash overalls, <laughs> Blossom. The '90s are over. <laughs> oh, shut it. All right, what else? All right, taking care of yourself and your body. You got to exercise. You got to go to the doctor when you need to. Got to eat well. And here's where it really gets me with these boys. Lola and Tigger, their father died in his 50s from a heart attack. Do you think I can convince Tigger not to eat high fat? Nope. Nope. So I, the, here's I the problem. I don't get it. I don't here's get it. Here's the piece about that, though. You can't wait for those natural consequences to happen. That's not being a good There's parent. There's got to be a psych- psychology there that I, we I, don't get. We sent him to a nutritionist. We've, I, I mean, I don't get it either. You got to take care of yourself. He has all the facts. I think we just need to wait three more years until that frontal lobe in the front of his brain actually does. I think we're closer to two because he will be 23 in January and (gasps) we're real close to January. I do see a difference in the last year. Yeah. I mean, I 10,000 percent understand why rental car companies don't rent at the regular rates to people under 25. Nope. Because they're ridiculous. They're cray. That's all there is to it. They're just not there yet. Yeah. They're well, not all there Our yet. boys are really good at actually saying, I need a doctor's appointment. Yeah, they are. And then going to the doctor and yeah. having these, like, one time, actually, they're probably too good. Tigger went to the doctor and talked so long about who fucking knows what that he made an appointment for the second day. And because we have a uh, an HSA, we pay for that, $500 later... <laughs> And it was like for something with his knee. Yes, and then but they he went just out and- <laughs> got to chit chatting. I was like, "You do this again, and you're paying for and it, and you're paying for it." Speaking of money, oh my god, that is definitely part of adulting. Who makes a follow up doctor's appointment, Bonnie? <laughs> it's part. Duh. Let that sink in. He's like, "Well, I have to go back." No, no one, no one goes back. Okay, so when you are adulting, you learn to live cheaply. You learn to recognize the value of the damn stuff you own or that you bought. Yes. You stop being so cavalier with losing things. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. That's why we can't have nice things, Ellen. That's why they need to start paying for more of their own stuff. You treat your possessions with care, boys and girls. Um, You need to deposit your checks promptly. You need to do your banking, if that's still a thing. And you need to create a budget. Yep. Period. Um, And then I think, and this is the most important part. What? Being a good human. Yeah. Learning how to, you know, teenagers are assholes. They're just like toddlers. They are real assholes and they have to learn how to be (laughs) good humans. So they need to apologize when they should. Mm -hmm. When somebody screws up around you. I mean, our kids, 
Uh, well, Tigger is the most understanding, non-opinionated person in the whole world. Lola will indict your ass. Oh, yeah. He will. He sh- If he ever does become a judge, you better not break the law. I'm telling you right now. But really, be gracious when others screw up. You know, throw a little grace their way because God knows we all screw up. Stay in touch with your family. I think we've talked about Lola just totally, I mean, uh, Tigger just totally boffing this one. <laughs> Just borked it. He borked it for three years. Cut us out of his life so big and so bad. So this fourth year has been all apologies. Mm -hmm. Hi, how are you? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's great because we're getting to know our son again. So there's something really cool about appreciating that in a more at a deeper sense. And I think he does. Won't he be sad that there's no Christmas presents for him this year? I know. Yeah, Cole's a bitch. Too bad. Develop resilience. You have got to get some grit, man. Yeah. We've, we've got one don't, boy with grit. Don't be so fragile. Don't be so fragile. Vulnerability is good. Yes. But like, have, yes, grit. God. Determination. Get after it. Don't just give up so quickly. Don't it's, give up so quickly. Yeah. And the generation. Oh, I didn't know what to do, so I did nothing. Right. No, not acceptable. Oh, I panicked. Stop it. Millennials, <laughs> Gen Xs, and now Gen Cs, because that's what they're calling them, covid Gen C. Yeah. yeah. Gen Hold Rona. On. Gen Rona. <laughs> it sounds like a <laughs> card game. My Gen Rona. Can you knock in that game? All right. Excuse me. Develop resilience. I just talked about fight fairly. That's a really that's a that's a great adulting. And I will say, I think our boys own that one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I really do. I think they. I think now Tigger does. Lola has always been, he could have taught classes in fighting fairly. Uh, Social graces, flowers and host gifts, thank you cards, you know, being just polite, Mm -hmm. I think is what it is. Politeness. Yeah. Recognizing the value of politeness and beyond politeness, actually meaning it when you say thank you. Mm -hmm. And then take responsibility for yourself, which does not necessarily mean take the blame for something, but take responsibility when something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, and just step up, step into it, take care of it, take care of business. And I've got to end any list about being a good human being when we're talking about kids adulting and coming of age. Don't lie. Don't lie. Stop lying. Stop lying. 18-year-olds <laughs> are miserable liars. It's, it's like 14 through 18 and they just lie through their teeth. I think it's five. <laughs> Starts at five. Their first it. words, they look at their dad and go, Mama, you fucking liars. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. Well, I found a, a place called Laguna Shores Recovery, which is a is a recovery center. And they offer a class called Adulting 101, Millennial Life Skills Classes. And these are for folks who were like on drugs or, you know, de- dealing with a substance abuse problem when they would have been coming of age and learning these things oh wow which i think is really fantastic and this course sounds amazing so the other thing that they acknowledge is that many schools no longer teach any domestic skills no and i think that's i think that's a real problem yeah so home ec wood shop all that kind of stuff was very um segregated by gender yep uh sexist because you were out absolutely like Disenfranchised um, if you happen to end up in a home ec as a boy. Well, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I tried to do the shop class and was basically kicked out by the teacher. I like, did this shop is for the guys in 2016. The number of adults ages 18 to 34 living with their parents surpassed any other living arrangement for the first time in over 130 years. Well, what year? 
2016. Okay. What this means is that parents were taking care of the bulk of the domestic and fi- financial <gasps> tasks for that age group, which is exactly where we are with Lola and why I want a plan in place, because we're not doing him any favors, favors right. by being his mommies right now, mm-hmm. right? We have to set up a different dynamic. Anyway... This class, I think, is open to anyone, and it's fantastic, and I love how they've set it up because it's so caring and it's so nurturing in this syllabus. Like how, like they're like, look, these are things that you have to know, and we're here to show you. So oh. just let's all like not worry about it. Aww. Here's they teach laundry, okay, mm-hmm. including deciphering the washing instructions on the label, <gasps> okay, oh. menu planning, grocery shopping, cooking, uh, which can improve your health and help you save money. organizational skills to specifically assist you in finding important things quickly. So where's that birth certificate? Where's my passport? Where's, right, all those things we only need every once in a while. When we need them, we need them right now. You could teach that class. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, And then some simple, like, household things, which I think is so smart. Unclogging a drain. Ew. Lighting a pilot light. (laughs) Changing a fuse. Uh Uh-huh. Fixing a running toilet and other small household emergencies. Like, wow. how would you know where to start even? Whether you're in an apartment, a you know, a house, whether you own or rent, these right. are things you need to know how to do. Just to get through the day. Yep. They also teach you how to use basic tools to perform basic household tasks. Is this class so, called adulting? This is adulting 101. Oh, my God. So, like, hanging up a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> how to yeah. Na- right? Yeah. The, and this one almost made me cry. Planning and executing a successful dinner party. Oh, I just think that's so fantastic. And then the last one they teach in this group, first part of the class, is basic car maintenance. But they also deep dive into financial skills. Mm -hmm. So everything, soup Mm -hmm. to nuts on financial skills from how to pay your bills on time to how to set up online bill pay to creating a budget, sticking to a budget, figuring out what your credit is, not well, only the, maintaining good credit. And the importance of paying your bills on time and how that relates to your credit, right? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, how it all relates. Yeah. yeah. And then how to make um, online purchases, like wise online purchases and mm. how to avoid scams. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go into relationship skills. Wow. What a great program. I know. Where is that program? Laguna Shores Recovery. Laguna Shores, like in California? Yeah. Oh, I think I so. It. I love it. I love it. So what I'm thinking to myself is, why isn't this, uh, yeah, this is Mission v- Viejo, California. Why okay. isn't this just, why aren't bits of this, and maybe they are, but I don't, I think you have to call it out. Why aren't some of these requirements to graduate from high school? You know, Lola took a class that he loved with all of his heart, which is how he decided, how, yeah, how they, he, he was very pragmatic about how much college was going to cost. And I mean, he was. But it wasn't mandatory. No. He and took it, it should have been. And he loved He took it because class. he had fulfilled all his math requirements. Right. And so it was a, it was just optional. This kind of adulting stuff. Yeah. I mean, what's the like one thing that almost all high school kids can count on in life? Well, it's the fact that they're probably going to turn 24 or 28, 30. Like, they're going to... They're going to become They're going to become adults. adults. And, and they need to learn how to do this stuff. all part of life. Like, even understanding what kind of light bulb to buy. The last thing I'm going to leave you with that I found while I was researching for this. Okay. Okay, even though I could leave on the Laguna class because I find that to be absolutely... The best thing I've ever seen on the recovery center <laughs> site is you are tired setting people up for success. It's so talk about being a good human. Yes. What a great program. Yes. We got you through this and now we're going to set you up for success because no we know kidding. these little things that you might not figure out are we're going to trigger. That's going to trip you up. It's going to yeah. trip you up. OK, yeah. I found a site called Winks for Days that created a series of merit badges that are all about <laughs> adulting. 
So think back to when you were a Girl Scout or a Brownie or a Boy Scout or what have you, and you had that that sash, sash mm-hmm. that six-inch sash that came across your shoulder and down your front, right? Fuck, I loved my sash. Full of patches I or, want or merit badge patches that you had to earn yes. for things like doing your Girl Scouty stuff. Well, <laughs> these are adulting patch merit patches so let me just give you a taste of what you can purchase for from winksfordays.com got oil changed patch (laughs) uh hosted game night patch read a book patch (laughs) i tried my best patch oh geez minded my own business patch uh cooked dinner patch worked from home patch (laughs) Lip synced an entire song patch. Oh, I mean, these just go on. God. Only had one glass of wine patch. Oh my God. Took my vitamins patch. Went to the gym patch. Paid bills on time patch. Walked the dog. Okay, this is something that was built by a millennial who was raised in the everybody gets a ribbon yeah. generation. Put pants on patch. <laughs> That's the last one I'm going to say. You know what? To, I, I want to buy pants on. all of these just to own them. Oh fuck! They're really cute. Those Winks- are the stupidest things I've ever heard, though. But you should you should see them. They're they're really like clever, and I think that they are making fun of. I hope to shout. I mean, they're they're just a joke. I hope to shout. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you had not yet reached adulthood yourself with the sort of adulting skills we've talked about, now you can go out there and practice. Practice in this new world we have with, dare I say, a new president down the road. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who you are or why you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, until, until Rachel Maddow and the decision desk like literally says <laughs> MSNBC has projected Joe Biden the winner of the 2020 election. It's nothing. It's nothing to me yet. I can tell you somebody who will never get an adulting patch. Me. His name is Donald Trump. Oh, I thought you were, yeah. And on that snide note. Oh, my God. Hasta la vista, baby. See you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.